Welcome to the Pharos Fit Podcast, where we help you to explore your capacity to move better, push further, and achieve your limitless potential through fitness, nutrition, recovery, and lifestyle. Hey guys, welcome back to the Pharos Fit Podcast. Uh, good to be back with you guys again. Um, I want to talk to you guys today a little bit about recovery. Um, recovery is something that comes up a lot in the gym, and it's a hard variable because there are so many different things that come into it. Um, obviously, Training age, training experience comes into it. Your actual physical age comes into it. Gender comes into it. Um, the kind of workouts that you're doing comes into it. Uh, psychology comes into it. So there's a lot to consider. So when we think about recovery, what we're really thinking about is how much recovery do I need and what recovery tools can I use to make my training optimal? Obviously, we can't just run ourselves into the ground um, over and over again every day and expect to get better and better. The body doesn't work that way. Uh, we train hard, we adapt, uh, and then we improve. Um, so uh, recovery almost always must be in the program. Now, you come across different mindsets in the gym. You come across people that are diehard, they want to train every day, they just want to keep going, keep going, keep going. Uh, often with these people, we experience some kind of physical or mental burnout or some kind of overtraining problem. Um, and then you have people that, I would argue almost rest and recover too much because they're too, you know, they're too sensitive to training. They're too like, oh my God, I'm so tired. I need to just rest and recover. Um, so you you need to find that that sweet spot between training and recovery. Obviously, as you guys know, uh, the body is designed to survive. It will uh, adapt to any stress you put upon it over over time. Um, so we have to work hard to get to get results. We can't just train a couple of times a week for 45 minutes and expect any great change to happen. So we have to push ourselves, we have to challenge ourselves, we have to make it hard on ourselves. Um, but there is, of course, a tipping point. Once you get to that tipping point, too much then becomes uh, as much of a problem as not enough. So when we think about recovery, uh, again, what we're really saying is how much recovery do I need to make my training optimal? And what things can I do to improve my recovery? So when we're talking about how much training should you do, obviously that is different for everybody. If, if I've been training for a long period of time, like I've been training basically every day since I was 15 years old, um, I have a good work capacity. I can handle a lot of training. Um, someone who's only been training for six months uh, can handle less training because their body has not been given the time to adapt to that scale of training and that volume of training. So we always have to be mindful of where you are right now in your training life, in your training age, so that we can be realistic about how much training we can expect to benefit from. Okay, So in the beginning, you might start off with just three days a week, an hour a day. Then you might end up uh, increasing that over the course of a year to five days a week, maybe six days a week. Uh, you might be able to add extra sessions per day. So you might be able to add cardio in and resistance training on the same day. Um, you really have to listen to your body and gauge how you're feeling. Um, but just know you can't go into training throwing everything in at the beginning all in one go. When we do the, the, the Limitless Challenge, it's very, very tempting to, to, to people just from day one be like, I'm going to do everything every day and I'm going to be amazing. That will not work. That will not last. Uh, you will burn out very quickly and you will experience um, symptoms of, of overtraining. Um, so... We want to be realistic about where we are, we want to have a plan, we want to have a structure, and we want to um, increase volume over time as, a, as opposed to thinking, I'm going to do everything all at once 
uh, kind of situation. So allow yourselves time to grow into your, your training program. So like I said, start with maybe three days a week, increase to four, increase to five, maybe increase to six over the course of a year, two years. Just keep adding incremental bits um, and so you find the, kind of that, that sweet spot. Obviously, like I said, in order for our bodies to, ch to change, we have to increase the stress. There is no way around that. Um, so over time, you will have to add, you will have to increase, you will have to improve. Um, but like I said, don't try and do too much too quickly. Otherwise, uh, you'll have an adverse effect on your training progress. So be realistic with that. Um, a lot of the time, what we're really thinking about is energy. If you're feeling wiped out all the time, if you're feeling like you can't get out of bed, if you're feeling like flu-like symptoms, if you're severely lacking in motivation to go to the gym, again, that's a hard variable because there's a fine line between being truly overtrained and just being a little bit lazy. So you have to be honest with yourself. Um, but, you know, you have to gauge yourself. You have to be aware of yourself. You have to almost, if you're not taking a physical journal, you have to make mental notes of like, okay, how am I feeling today? How is this training affecting me? Uh, if you are in that position where you are literally just wiped out, chances are you've done too much too quickly and you need to dial back a little bit. Um, you know, the, the classic adage is uh, don't do the training if you're not prepared to do the recovery. So the more stress you put on your body, the more you must allow yourself to recover. You know, when we're young, we can do a lot, right? I mean, we recover pretty quickly. We've got all those all those healthy hormones in our body. We've got all that testosterone. We've got all that growth hormone. We can sleep four hours a night. We can go out drinking and still be fine the next day. We can do all these things. We can have all this energy. Unfortunately, as we get older, uh, those levels of those hormones decrease. Our testosterone decreases. Our levels of growth hormone decrease. Uh, and we can't keep up the same pace that we used to be able to keep up. So as we get older, we need to pay even more attention to our, our stress levels and our recovery practices. We have to treat ourselves uh, kindly. Um, you know, I talk about um, uh, sleep a lot, uh, and I'm like classic dad mode of like, be in bed by nine, uh, try and get at least eight hours sleep. Uh, I know a lot of us out there listening to this podcast are parents. It can be really, really hard. I had a terrible night last night. White kept us up all night. Um, it can be really hard to get enough sleep, um, but you have to do everything you can to, to, to kind of put the odds in your favor. So stuff like, you know, preparing for bed, uh, not being online uh, before you go to bed, getting rid of digital uh, influences before you go to bed, sleeping in a darkened room, making sure it's pitch quiet, uh, make sure you're hydrated before you go to bed. Um, and that obviously will take place all throughout the day, and we'll talk about water in a little bit. Um, making sure, you know, you're, you're getting to bed at a, a good time. You're like, there's just countless times when I speak to people, it's like, I'm not a morning person. And I'll say, well, what time do you go to bed? Well, I can't, I can't go to bed before midnight. It's like, that's a habit. That's a habit you've created and you need to reset that habit. Um, because realistically, if we want to be able to get up early, train, work, spend time with our family, spend time with our kids, be productive, be proactive, that's a lot you're trying to cram into a day. And you can't expect your body to run on five or six hours a night every day if you want to be able to achieve all this stuff. So you have to set yourself, you know, these realistic and honest um, goals for yourself. It's like, I want to be in bed by this time. I'm going to get up at this time. This is how my day looks. This is how it's structured. Um, so then you know you've, you've recovered enough to be able to do the things that you need to do. If you do uh, struggle with getting to, to sleep, 
uh, there are a ton of sleep sleep aids out there. I really would uh, recommend L-theanine uh, and um, a magnesium compound, uh, either a magnesium glycinate or a magnesium threonate. Um, some people fare better with glycinate, some with threonate, but uh, and some you can get compounds that have both in, and that combined with that L-theanine helps uh, with like anti-anxiety, helps you just calm down, relax. Uh, Calmel tea obviously uh, is another good one that people um, that people drink. Um, some people um, some people take uh, GABA as well, G-A-B-A, -A, uh, a GABA compound can also help with sleep. There's a ton of different stuff out there, and honestly. You have to kind of play around with it to find out what is the best compound for you, what is the best mix for you. Um, but start uh, experimenting with that stuff because it can make a huge difference to your to your sleep patterns. And um, like I said, for me, I found like a an L-theanine and a magnesium compound, uh, magnesium glycinate, work really well for me. And that's only through trial and error. Um, a lot of people will take melatonin or uh, uh, will sometimes take melatonin. I find it to be not that beneficial for me. Um, often it will help me get to sleep, but I'll wake up um, pretty quickly. And there's some studies out there that show that long-term uh, melatonin supplementation is not a good idea for uh, because you'll stop releasing your natural levels of, mel uh, of melatonin. So there are issues with that. But again, play around with these things, see what works for you, um, and uh, take notes, take journals. I tried this, this worked well. I had a good night's sleep. This kind of structure worked for me. I took this supplement this time. Um, I started preparing for bed at this time. Um, I really felt like I was calm. Um, a lot of people find like writing down everything you're thinking about before you go to bed helps. That kind of like journaling to reduce anxiety uh, and just everything that's on your mind, you just write down. Um, a lot of people find that helps. So you have to kind of play around with these practices to see what, what will optimize your sleep because nothing will help more with recovery than getting a good night's sleep. No matter you know what supplement you're taking, no matter what you're doing, no matter what mindset you have, you have to get uh, adequate sleep to, to train optimally and live an, an optimal life. So make sleep a priority. You know, obviously I mentioned water. Water is another huge one. Um, your body is made up 60% water. You need water for every single bodily function that you, you perform, you have to have water. Hydration is essential. Um, of course, dehydration can be an issue when it comes to training, but the water issue is not just a dehydration issue. It is it is so vital to everything that we do. We have to make sure we have adequate amounts for our brains to function, for our bodies to function, to stay focused, to stay um, to stay uh, energized. Um, so when it comes to how much you should be drinking of water, um, basic guidelines, very basic guidelines, three liters of water a day for guys, uh, two liters of water a, a day for girls, or um, half your body weight in ounces per day. So if I am a 200-pound male, I'm going to take in 100 ounces, 100, 100 fluid ounces of, of water a day. So that's, a, again, another rough guide. Um, once you have that base level, you can kind of play around with it, maybe increase it a little bit more on, on hard training days, etc. Um, but I cannot emphasize enough how important it is to, to, to hydrate I know from my own behavior, on the days when I don't take in enough water, my energy is low, my stress levels are higher, I feel more anxious, I'm not as focused, my training is not optimal, I cannot perform as well. Um, so yeah, again, make sure you're hydrated and add some electrolytes and salts uh, with your water as well because they can be huge in, in, in performance and, 
again, just, just that general feeling of, of, of wellness. So adding uh, electrolytes and salts um, will really help with, 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 uh, with your general well-being and your performance. So add those in as well. Um, what else do we have? Um, we talked about sleep, obviously. We talked about water. Um, I also want to talk up about nutrition, obviously, because nutrition is a huge part of um, recovery. You can't just think of nutrition as, uh, uh, as body composition and wanting to lose body fat and wanting to gain muscle. Uh, of course, it is uh, needed for that. But nutrition is huge when it comes to recovery. Obviously, if I am malnourished, I am not going to recover well. Um, and malnourishment is a huge issue when it comes to, to losing weight. Um, a lot of people, they just think, if I can just go low calories, as low calories as possible and hammer the cardio, I'm going to lose weight. Maybe you will lose weight in the, in the, in the, in the short term, but long term, uh, again, your metabolism is going to downregulate. Um, you're going to feel tired. You're going to feel lethargic. You're gonna, your body's not going to have enough nutrients that it needs to stay vital. Um, uh, your muscles are not going to uh, sustain themselves because they don't have enough protein. Uh, and likely your fats are too low and your carbohydrates are, are too low, which is your primary energy source. Remember, we think about uh, fat and carb carbohydrate as um, the, the nutrition that we need uh, to fuel our days for performance. So obviously with the carbohydrates and the glycogen, we're thinking about that, that kind of uh, high-intensity performance, whether it's lifting weights, whether it's doing high-intensity cardiovascular effort, stuff like CrossFit, you are going to need uh, glycogen in there to, to perform at an optimal level. Uh, level. Uh, fats, obviously, essential for our hormones, uh, but also essential for that, um, that kind of lower-tier energy, that um, zone one, zone two type training where my heart rate is lower, my steady-state cardio, that kind of stuff. It's another very important energy source. So again, we have to make sure our levels are uh, optimized. Uh, too low for too long periods of time, we will not recover well. We will not get the body composition that we want. We'll feel lethargic. We'll feel stressed. We'll feel um, moody, uh, anxious, or all those negative things that we just don't want to feel. So um, that kind of trifecta for me of um, nutrition, sleep, uh, and uh, water are the most essential things when it comes to recovery. Now, other tools, of course, um, like ice baths, uh, and if you don't have access to an ice bath, because I know not everybody does, I find just simple cold showers will also help. And if you're like, I can't bear the thought of getting into a cold shower first thing in the morning, what I like to do is you can start with warm, uh, and then as your shower goes on, gradually decrease the temperature until you get to cold, and then finish with that cold cycle for about four minutes. Um, if you can get into that habit and start to tolerate that, then I guarantee you, you will feel a lot better. It really helps with, with blood flow. It really helps with kind of that, that, that reset in your body. Um, and you feel really energized uh, after that cold shower. Like helps with inflammation. Um, helps with uh, that feeling of just being awake and alert. And um, if you can get into that habit, and I know it's a hard habit to get into, and I speak to a lot of people who are like, I just can't do it. I just can't do it. Trust me. Once you start doing it, it kind of becomes addictive and you'll feel so much better for doing it. So again, if you can't bear the thought of just jumping in an ice bath or jumping into a cold shower, start with a little warmer, gradually decrease the temperature until it reaches cold, stay in the cold for four minutes, then jump out, you'll feel a million times better. Obviously, 
stuff like stretching, stuff like massage, um, stuff like Theragun, um, all these things also help. Um, you will feel a million times better after a massage. Um, obviously, the issue with massage is always expense, of course. There's only so much money we have. There's only so many hours in the day. Um, but if you can, um, find a way to afford it. Find a, way to, find a way to invest in yourself. You know, massage is not just about when you're injured and, and helping you get over injury. It's also about um, uh, blood flow. It's also about keeping the, the muscles supple. It's also about um, trying to avoid um, inflammation and stiffness and tightness. Um, all these different things that can make us feel over time uh, less than optimal. Um, add to that stretching, obviously. Um, I don't know if you guys have, uh, I, I spoke recently about uh, David Goggins uh, and, and his book, uh, Can't Hurt Me. And he basically doesn't stretch his whole life. He runs um, ultra marathons, 100 mile races, does a ton of cardio, all this stuff, lifts a ton of weights, never stretches, gets to a point in his 40s when he feels like he's dying. It's like, I can't get out of bed, I feel terrible. Goes to all these doctors, they can't fix him, they don't know what it is, um, but finds a stretch, a stretch coach goes to a stretch coach, starts stretching, cures himself, um, within six months is uh, back doing his training again, and within a year is training better than he ever trained just by adding stretching into the program. Um, I know a lot of us, a lot of us meatheads, find it hard to stretch, we don't make the time to do it, but it's going to massively help with your recovery, it's going to massively help with your general uh, well-being, it's going to help you um, just walk around on a daily basis better, it's going to help you not feel tight and stiff and again uh moody like it really affects our mood if we feel kind of like locked up all the time so it's not just physical it's also mindset um so add that stretching into your program it will really help i promise you i know it's hard uh, i say to people like even if it's just an evening when you're watching tv because this is the way that i do it just find time if even if it's just 10 minutes just fit in 10 minutes of stretching in some in some classic kind of stretches that you've learned we have these on the website if you don't know they are um Emily's recorded a bunch of stuff uh, on, 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 on the train heroics. You can go in and look at these stretches, look at these exercises, look at these mobility drills that will help um, and just fit that into the end of your day uh, whenever you can. Um, other stuff like Theragun, um, I don't think it replaces massage, but again, uh, using a Theragun to, to get into some problem areas and kind of like um, hammer out those, those problem areas uh, where you are feeling uh, particularly tight, particularly stiff can, can really help. Um, I use it a fair bit. I, I find it helps me. So um, as with always, I don't think these new things that come on the market are a replacement. They are an addition uh, and they can really help. Um, there is no magic pill. There is no magic one thing that's going to improve everything. But if you add these things to your existing program, people will try and sell you like this. I've, this is the thing that's going to change your life. Chances are it's not, but it might help. Um, so you know, add these things in, experiment with them, try them, uh, and you, you might find uh, it has uh, extreme value for you. So um, just add things in where you can. So to summarize, um, re rest and recovery is essential for performance and general well-being and general health. We have to have it in our program. How much of it um, depends on where you're at in your training age, where you are physically uh, in your age. Um, the kind of training that you do, uh, the kind of athlete that you want to be, um, all these things come into it. So I need to be aware of all that and I need to factor that into my, my daily and weekly and monthly routine. 
Uh, I need to make progress over time rather thinking everything at once, all at once in one day. Um, I need to be very aware of my sleep. I need to be very aware of my hydration. I need to be very aware of my nutrition. And then I want to start to add in stuff like massage and stretching and theragum work, all that good stuff um, to really improve my recovery times and feel more optimal when I go into the gym. We all want to feel good as often as we possibly can. We want to feel healthy in our bodies. We want to feel healthy in our minds. Uh, and I think often we do the hard stuff. We do the training. Um, we, we find it easier to get in there and do do treat ourselves badly and do, do hard things to ourselves and really challenge ourselves and push ourselves. Uh, and we do things like we drink caffeine to improve performance. We'll take other supplements to improve performance. But often we don't take into account that everything has a cost. And all that cost must be accounted for. Uh, I need to put some money back into the bank with my recovery practices. I made all my, my, all my withdrawals and now I need to put some money back in. So be aware, use this stuff, uh, reach out to your coaches, uh, reach out to me, reach out to anybody at the gym for advice and we'd be happy to help. Okay, you guys? So that is recovery for today. Um, again, um, if you have any questions, let me know. Uh, please like this YouTube channel. Please listen to this podcast. Please share it with other people if you think it might be helpful for them. Um, we are open now, of course, every day at Ferris uh, Echo Park, 1316 Glendale Boulevard. We have a new uh, gym opening in Idlewild, California uh, next year. I start work on that next week. More information on that to come. Uh, and we have a new challenge coming up in September, a new Lemonless Challenge. All this stuff's going to be in there. We're going to be going deep, 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 deep into all this stuff and more. So sign up for the Limitless Challenge at www.jointhepath.fit. Okay? All right, you guys, I'll catch you soon and take care till then. Bye.